Welcome to Wellness Rebranded. We know there's so much conflicting health and fitness advice out there, and you're tired of the senseless and toxic diet culture noise. You're ready to tune into your body, feel empowered around food, and focus on your true health and well-being. Welcome to the Wellness Rebranded podcast. We're the healing trio of your health and wellness anti-diet dreams. I'm Tara, personal trainer. I'm Elizabeth, registered dietitian and certified intuitive eating counselor. And I'm Maura, licensed clinical social worker. Together, we're pushing back on diet culture, hustle culture, and toxic positivity to help you practice genuine health-promoting self-care. So grab your water bottle, forget the rules, and let's start rebranding your wellness journey. Welcome back to another episode of Wellness Rebranded. I'm Tara. And today we are talking about your new New Year's resolutions and what to do if you have not been as successful with them as you would have liked to have been. Maura, why don't you kick us off? Yeah, I was thinking since we're a few weeks into the year, maybe by now people might be noticing that they're struggling with some of the goals they may have set for themselves this year. You know, a few weeks ago we did some episodes on goal setting. That's right. So how to handle it when they slip or they find themselves maybe losing sight for those goals. How often have you guys decided to try something new or set a goal and you do find yourself like committed at first and then maybe a few days or a week or a month? (laughs) I'm laughing because this was literally me on January 3rd. (laughs) I was going to say frequently I set goals. Usually I set goals in like January and September. Those are like my two big times to kind of like assess my life and see where I need some improvement. And I either crush my goals or absolutely don't even try and fail immediately. Just one or the other. Yeah. I'm curious for you guys, like, can you kind of talk me through the process if either of you would feel comfortable sharing? So my goal for this year was and still is to do more meditation and yoga and really just try to cultivate inner calm. So also maybe some journaling. And I, the last few days of 2022 and the first few days of 2023, I was on fire. I was getting up every morning. I was meditating. I was journaling. It felt really great. And then January 3rd and 4th happened, and I didn't get to it that morning. We were traveling. And then a couple other mornings, I didn't get to it. And this is very relatable. Yeah. Right. Only this year I have a new strategy. I mean, you had said a second ago that it's still your goal. So I was like, ooh, love it. Okay. It is still my goal. And I guess somewhat ironically, one of the things that jumped out at me in one of the meditations I did, which is, you know, it's all about trying to notice. I think of you all the time because it's notice the thoughts with just sort of notice them, watch them come and go, and then redirect your focus right? Back to your breath, back to your body, back to whatever it is. And there sounds like I did this meditation. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And one of the things that was said by one of the meditation teachers was, it's okay if you notice that all of a sudden you're having that monkey mind and thinking about 17 other things, just simply redirect your attention. And he said, simply begin again. Mm. And that's what I've been doing. Simply begin again. I love that phrase. Simply begin again is in my head. And so I did that. There was three days I didn't do it. I'm like, okay, who cares? So what? It's a new day. I'm simply going to begin again. And that's what I've done. I'm just doing it over and over. I am so freaking excited to hear this. <laughs> like, I like I love hearing this so much. She's, like, vibrating. Like, I'm here. You guys can, like, feel my energy. Yeah. Oh, man, because this is exactly what the idea is. It's so human and so normal for us to have life happen. And so we aren't 100% consistent. And the fact that 
rather than getting totally hooked by some of the thoughts that might have shown up for you, I know for me, sometimes those thoughts are like, here we go again. Can't ever stick to anything. Mm -hmm. Look at that. I don't know what they were for you. Maybe they were similar. You're not there. Yep, we're not doing it. I might as well quit. Or just like, yeah, maybe that intention wasn't meant to be. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like there's, oh, it clearly wasn't meant to be. So it wasn't meant I'll to just be. move on. Yeah. I'm laughing because that's kind of where I was. If you guys remember to the goals episode, I said that two of my goals were to get like financially fit, which I'm crushing, by the way. Hey. <laughs> and my second one's to like block out time in the middle of my day so I can like do a workout mm-hmm. and take a shower on a regular basis and, you know, like have like, some me time. I haven't done that even a little bit and I haven't thought about it until like right now simply begin again (laughs) that's the plan yeah but i like that maybe your mind is convincing you like oh this wasn't even that important we didn't even it wasn't attainable to begin it wasn't attainable i could i can't do this i can't sustain it and if you were to have bought into that thought like if you hadn't just noticed it as a thought and then chose to simply begin again you would listen to it right like yep no that's true it's just not yeah my mornings are too busy meant to be yeah i love that you did that There's actually, like, research to support, too, that when we are trying to do something new and something stressful happens, we go back to old behaviors. So, Mm, like, you were describing that. I know it's such a, like, an obvious thing that, of course, we've researched to make sure, like, (laughs) that's true, right? It is. Yeah. We all have (laughs) a lived experience. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We've all experienced that, like, I'm trying to do something new and then life happens and then all of a sudden I can't do it. And it sounds like that was kind of what happened for you. Like. Mm -hmm life happened. And we can't really unlearn anything. So old ways of handling something is always going to show back up, especially when, again, when life happens, when there's something stressful or something new. It makes sense that when we're trying to cultivate these new behaviors, these new patterns of behaviors, really, we kind of give up and go back. So I think that not only is that a part of being human, it's also a really normal part of getting that change to happen. I like to think of... A hiking metaphor, because I love hiking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I do, too. Honestly, I was thinking of you guys, and I know, Elizabeth, you've gone on a few hikes this year. Like, I've seen, like, some photos, and they're mm-hmm. amazing. So I was thinking of you, and I was Zion. like... Zion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. such a... Like, there. So I was thinking about when you're hiking a mountain, like a mountainous area. Mm-hmm. There are times during a hike where there's a lot of switchbacks. There's times where you're literally going back and forth, right? You're literally walking back and forth. Your goal is to climb the mountain, but there are times when you haven't reached the top yet, but all of a sudden it's like, why am I going down? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And if I were to ask you, like, how you're doing on this goal to get to the top, based on your current experience in this Mm -hmm. very moment, you might be like, yeah, I'm going down. Like, I'm going downhill or I'm going back and forth. I'm just stuck in this loop. (laughs) Yeah. But if someone were watching, let's say, from a mountain uh, across the valley, they have binoculars and they're kind of tracking your progress, they would have a totally different and probably a more consistent view of how well you're doing. Progress, yeah. Yeah, I love that metaphor. I do, too. In intuitive eating, Elise Resch calls calls it a spiral of healing. Mm. So as you're healing your relationship with food and your body, imagine a spiral that loops back down around itself as it goes up, right? And those... As it spirals back down, that doesn't mean you're failing. It's just part of the healing. It's like reintegrating the healing and the learning and the growing to then go around the next loop. Yeah. It's such like a beautiful metaphor for that mm-hmm. because it doesn't always feel like progress sometimes. But if yeah. you step back. Yeah. Like walking up switchbacks would seem really frustrating. You they know? are. Like it would definitely <laughs> be like, let's just go straight up the mountain. Yeah. Why are we doing back and forth? But it's so much harder and more dangerous to just go straight up, oh, yeah. if not impossible. 
And I mean, sticking with this metaphor, I hadn't even considered this part of it, but how many times have we tried to do that, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I have tried to cut the switchbacks, go straight up the mountain, not actually because I I like to respect the trail. (laughs) I want to just say that I love nature. I don't want to. (laughs) But metaphorically, I will go all or nothing, right? Like hard into this. (laughs) Sorry. You pause to make sure everyone knows that you respect nature. Listen, it is a value of mine. <laughs> I want everyone to know it's not okay to do that. <laughs> Leave no trace. Leave no trace, yes. Pack in, pack out, all the stuff. Around for <laughs> I, too, love the metaphor. And also, yeah, the sh- who hasn't tried to take a shortcut? Right? Oh, my gosh. So many times. Metaphorically. I know. <laughs> Metaphorically only. <laughs> No poor creatures. Don't listen to this. I'm not meaning this literally. (laughs) So kind of what often happens is we start to make changes. We slip because it's a normal part. And what can happen is we become fused with those thoughts. Like we buy into those thoughts Mm -hmm. that we were talking about. It becomes becomes proof, right? The slip becomes proof that maybe I couldn't do it or maybe it wasn't meant to be or maybe... Now yeah. it's not the right time or yeah, you had doubts and now this just confirmed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We get like really fused with that and then we abandon the goal, right? Like I also think up. this is really appropriate. The flip side too, like success begets success. Yeah, me too. When we start seeing like, man, I did this awesome thing. It makes us want to do more awesome things yeah. and be successful at them. A hundred percent. I For always sure. share with my clients that the things like when people are working on specific behavior change, and setting specific goals and intentions that the things we'll work on are deceptively simple. So I always couple that with simple doesn't mean easy because right. we're not currently doing totally. it, right? Yeah. But then also the point is for it to be so simple so that you can totally crush it, feel yes. really good about it, and be have the momentum to launch you into a, the next step that I love makes it. you feel good. Yeah. I use the same thing in the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny. I have found myself that sometimes when I have a success, I have like this weird thing that happens where it's like, well, now I'm going to screw it all up. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I'll have this idea in my mind of like, well, this is my pattern. I do really well at first. I meet these goals and then I screw it all up. And if I'm buying into that thought when life does happen and I do slip after meeting a goal, then I'm like, well, here it is, knew it, and then I abandon it again. So it's funny how, like, this can happen even far into the process that we give it all up. But I do agree that often, like, that success, like, it is a reward, and it's, like, reinforcer of the behavior that we're trying to cultivate. It's funny, though, what our minds can do. Yeah, so, you know, I have to ask, how do you coach yourself through that when that happens for you? Well, it's so funny because it's so similar to your experience, so... The idea instead is really noticing those thoughts as thoughts. And Mm -hmm. we've talked before on some ways to kind of unhook from those or like to help ourselves not buy into them. And a lot of it does involve kind of what you're describing of noticing it as a thought and choosing to be here and be present. Mm -hmm. And the idea is recommitting to that purpose. And I kind of like that you specifically talked about like, well, wasn't it maybe this wasn't meant to be or maybe this actually isn't that important to me right now in my life. Because I think it's also always helpful to reconnect to the reason why you wanted that goal to begin with. Mm-hmm. Reconnecting to the values that drove you to set that goal to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And finding your why, yeah. reminding yourself of your why. Yeah, it kind of helps keep your focus on like what's really important to you. Finding your why makes me think of another metaphor. <laughs> you are like the metaphor queen. I, I love metaphors. So for a long time, I had a motorcycle. I don't anymore. Oh, uh, see. Yeah. And there was actually like a period of time that it was my only vehicle. It's a long story. So I was riding it a lot. And something you learn like early on is... When you're riding, and this is like good for driving too or riding a bike, but it's really important with riding a motorcycle because how you turn and how you steer, a lot of it has to do with like how you're shifting your weight and like all this like subtle body movements that we don't really consciously think about. Yeah, and a big tip is often look at where you're going, which sounds very obvious, Mm -hmm. but as you're riding a bike on like a really like fast, scary curve, Mm -hmm. and by fast, it could be 20 miles an hour. That feels fast. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And while you're supposed to be looking at like along the curve on the road, what our minds often want to do is look at the thing that's scary, right? Like look at that line of trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I want to look at the barrier that I'm going to crash into. Yeah. So, and if we do that, then we do actually shift our body weight subconsciously toward the thing that we want to go away from. Mm -hmm. That's terrifying. Yeah. So, so keeping your eyes on the road is really important and can be really hard sometimes. So I like to kind of ask in this situation, what would help you keep your eyes on the road? What would help bring you back to what's important to you? What can bring your focus back to what you're going toward? You know, I think this is why a lot of people do like vision boards. A client of mine texted me today that she's having like a vision board party tomorrow. And I went to one like five years ago and I noticed that it took me like forever to get all the goals. And on the vision board, I had like a house and I had a better job. And I had a picture of somebody like deadlifting in stiletto heels, which I'm not even sure what that (laughs) means, but it looks cool. You made this board when you were 17 (laughs) and went to the gym for the first time. Yeah. You remember that story. Um, And I had like a baby on the board and I didn't really actively go like, okay, these are my goals. I'm going to work towards them. But as I just looked at my life over the next like two years, I was like, dang, I got everything on that board. Yeah. You know, except for deadlifting and heels. I've since learned that's not ideal. Not ideal. Your heels will just snap right off. (laughs) I like that you're saying like you didn't make it for the goals necessarily, but like maybe it was like the qualities of like how you felt when you connecting with those things yeah which yeah i love I, I think vision boards can be really helpful at that at helping us like focus on the road rather than the barriers and the barriers are those thoughts right like those mm-hmm. thoughts of no you've done this before it didn't work you've already tried this this is how it always goes so yeah that's there we can allow it to be there i'm not going to pretend that there isn't a barrier or a curve or a row of trees that i'm going to crash into if i look at yeah <laughs> But I can allow that and notice it and choose to shift my attention toward the road, toward my vision. I actually see this at the gym sometimes with fail videos. So my husband's hobby is finding videos where people fail at something and sending them to me because he knows it makes me super, like, uncomfortable and queasy to watch people, like, you know, wrecking their bike or whatever. That makes me really uncomfortable just (laughs) thinking about it. And I decided a long time ago I refuse to watch the ones that happen in a gym because it makes me anxious at work. Mm. You know, like you see people deadlift and then pass out or have the leg press like squish them or whatever. You know, yeah, I don't enjoy this type of video for the most part, but he thinks they're hilarious and he likes watching my reaction to it. Mm. But I see this with like clients that have seen videos like that are much more nervous 
to do those activities. Whereas the clients that watch like professional weightlifters or, you know, people who really know what they're doing do like an amazing feat of something in the gym, they're much more likely to be like, oh, I can do this. Mm, You know, it gives them like some self-efficacy by seeing other people's success or failures. This is reminding me of something that might be a little bit far from the point, but it's kind of reminding me of like power poses. Have yes. About this? Yeah. 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 I, I really love that there is actual research to support uh-huh. this too. Right. Can like, you like explain this for everybody in case yes. they don't know? So power posing is kind of what it sounds like. You pose in a power position. So imagine a superhero. How yeah, would they stand? Say, think Wonder Woman. Yeah. yeah. Wonder like Woman. Yeah. Probably it's going to be a very like excellent posture. I like to imagine like hands on my hips. I, I like to imagine like a cape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything behind like flowing me. back there. I'm looking over my city that I protect, you know. <laughs> it's a superhero mindset almost. Like I'm really picturing that being being a superhero. Just that pose can really do a lot for the behaviors that we have. Like we are more likely to make riskier decisions, which for a lot of us is actually a helpful thing, not for everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like in the gym, right? Like they're more likely to maybe do something that scares them a bit than someone who has a different kind of posture. They're going to be more likely to I've never used this in the gym, but I sure am going to try it now, and I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah. It's funny. There was one study that was done that, like, looked at illegally parked cars. I want to say it was, like, in New York. Um, (laughs) I love this study. I know. know. (laughs) Man, wait, we're talking about goals? Anyway, it was, like, more likely for an illegally parked car to be one in which, like, the seat allowed for, like, a more confident posture. There was more room, more leg room. It was, like, more of a relaxed kind of, like, power position, <laughs> which, I mean, I don't know all the That's variables. Like stretch, I don't know how, like, yeah. I, it's interesting. I will be honest, and I only read the abstract, but it is. <laughs> I just find that really interesting. I think that's like yeah. a really like funny thing. It's like very telling about their owners. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there are so many other variables to consider here. But I um, recommend power posing before a job interview. Yeah. So uh, any of you guys giving a presentation, yes. a speech, something like that. Look, yeah. hit that power pose for a few seconds. It's only is like five seconds mm-hmm. it has to be, right? Yeah. I mean, asking for a negotiation. I think 30 seconds is often what they say, but it could be oh, like okay. five seconds. Yeah. And also seeing if you can do that during, mm-hmm. too, like holding that posture during the thing mm-hmm. that you're doing. Like if you're asking for a raise, we're talking about goals. Um, <laughs> a lot I should think about your goals. You can imagine, imagine yourself kind of method acting a person who has these things in their life, right? Like if you were to method act someone who has all the wonderful things you want, you'd probably hold yourself in a similar way. And interestingly, our behavior might shift because of that. Yeah, similar to that, James Clear Ed from Atomic Habits of if your goal is to read more, call yourself a reader. Yes. Right? Or if call yourself an exerciser. Yeah. Like the more identify as the thing you're trying to be, you're more likely to achieve it. We use this in fitness all the time. Like think about who has the lifestyle of doing that thing that you want to do, whether it's kayaking or stand-up paddleboarding or running or whatever, and then act like you already are that Mm -hmm. and call yourself that and you know, kind of embrace it and you're much more likely to actually achieve. Yeah, I love it. I'm thinking just to, as we wrap it up, I'm kind of thinking again about diet culture because we always like to kind of talk about how we're changing uh, or like rebranding wellness. And it's interesting how so many helpful things diet culture does co-opt. And I think this is definitely one of them. Yeah. So I think it's important, like as we're doing this, to really connect with what is important to us. Yeah. Yeah. Not what's important to other people. 
<laughs> not what are you supposed to do? Right. Yeah. How can I be like, like that person to do? Yeah. What matters to you? Yeah. When you set that goal, where were you? Come back to that person. Love it. Simply begin again. <laughs> Simply begin again. Our next episode. <laughs> I love that phrase. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Wellness Rebranded. If you found this helpful, please take a moment to leave us a review and share it with your friends. If you'd like to learn more about me, Mora, you can find me at my website, moratunny.com. If you want to connect with Tara, find her on Instagram at Tara De Leon Fitness. To connect with Elizabeth, visit her at elizabeththarisnutrition.com. And while you're there, follow the link to join her health and healing with intuitive eating community on Facebook.